and welcome to episode nine of the Wild Runners podcast. Uh, as always, uh, it's Colin here. I'm joined by by Dan. How are you, mate? All right, mate. I'm all good, thank you. You? Yeah, yeah all good, man. All good. Good. And amazingly, um, we're joined <laughs> by the third member of the Wild Runners, um, Sven. He's yeah, the elusive home. one. He's finally back from doing his 5K, which just took him like six <laughs> months to do. Do you know what I mean? It took me a while, man. I think I've been running for about a month now. <laughs> How I are you, mate? Just finished line and I thought I'd join you guys. Yeah, I'm really good, man. I'm really good. I'm glad to be back. Uh, just been, like I was saying to you guys earlier, pre-podcast, pre-record. Just been really busy um, trying to create a living, really. This COVID messed up a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm back in the gym now, feeling good, feeling excited. And I'm glad I can be back on the Wild Runners, give some time to you guys. And I can uh, have some chats with Mandy, because I haven't spoken to Mandy in ages. Yeah. Well, and thank you for that, Sven. So our guest today is, is Mandy Howe, uh, or Instagram handle Mandy underscore 85. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Mandy, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you, lot? Yeah. Feeling warm, feeling warm. Thanks for having me. I've been waiting for my 10. <laughs> no, pleasure. Thank you for... That feels great. Yeah, th- thank you for coming on. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, finding out some uh, things about Dan as well from this podcast. Yeah. Uh, lots of yes. awkward questions to ask him, ask, ask him online. Yes. You have to let, you sign the contract, you have to let him, let us know all the secrets. There's no hidden stuff, okay? Yeah. Okay. Mm, good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, well, anyway, Mandy, are you, are you well? How, how, how's Leo? Yeah, he's good. He's at his grandparents at the moment, so otherwise we wouldn't be doing this right now, not not peacefully anyway. But no, he's well. He's growing really quickly. He's getting a lot of character about him. Um, he's really enjoying the outdoors, which is quite nice because it's starting to get to the age now where we can actually do stuff with him. Um, and we're obviously summer as well now. It's just starting to feel it's going to get a little bit easier. And yeah. Yeah, everyone keeps saying after the first sort of four months, it does start to get a bit easier. Um, mm. But yeah, he keeps you busy anyway, put it that way. <laughs> As I'm sure <laughs> you'll know, everyone yourself. Oh, yeah. So, One thing um, I want to say is I really, I really respect that. You guys really have a, you and Dan, you guys have a, like a philosophy of, of spending as much time outdoors with, with Leo. And I like that because I think too many kids nowadays are staying inside. Yeah, yeah, we've spent quite a few months indoors. I mean, to be honest, the first few months pretty much of his life have been like just the weather's been too rubbish to take him out much. So it's just been indoors. So I think we all need it. He needs it. We need it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just hopefully this weather will hold out and we can get to the where places we like to go. We love like, the Lake District. Dan introduced me to last year and, um, you know, hopefully he'll tag along on some races at some point. And then when he's old enough, he can do a Spartan. Yes. <laughs> a yes. He could be a he could be the wild runner mascot all day. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's the world, youngest wild runner member at the moment. Yes, he he's even got his his own outfit. Look. Oh, oh, I was about that earlier. How come we haven't seen a picture of him in that yet? Oh, dude, you have to put him in it. <laughs> we was waiting till the um to the wild runners t-shirts turn up. Okay. Yeah. yeah do a, do a group run then. <laughs> that could be a wicked Christmas card you could all, all do you know like the Americans do with the matching pyjamas <laughs> you three can have yeah. those t-shirts on so with all of you doing push-ups 
Yeah, well, I don't know. The last time Dan did push-ups with Leo on his back, he got chucked up on, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah that, that's that, that a good idea. Yeah, I need to send that video somewhere. Oh, I've got it. Don't worry, I've got it. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. So, and he liked the uh, sort of swing, springy thing. Dan was saying. Oh yeah. As soon as he can run, I think he's going to want to run before he can walk. He's yeah. definitely got his dad's legs. <laughs> he's going to... And his feet. Like, yeah. so, so they're, so they're <laughs> really thin. <No. laughs> I can't even get my hand around that little boy's legs. They're so fat. Yeah. They're strong. No, he's going, to want to, he's going to want to run before he can walk, no doubt. Well, I think with yes. you, I think with you two and, see, and seeing, obviously, the amount of you, you two running and training, it's going to rub off on him, definitely. Yeah, I hope so. We don't, I don't really want, I mean, I know, like, the whole technology at the moment now is kids are on their laptops and their phones, but I'd love the idea of him just wanting to be outside and just be, mm. like, a boy, you know, make stuff. And when we go into the woods near us, there's always teepees that have been made that kids have done, and I want him to be out there doing that. Yeah, and just just be adventurous, really. Yeah, it'll be fine. Trust me, with with Oscar, he's four now. I I think I could leave him in the woods for twenty four hours and he'd be fine. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he'd bear grills it quite happily. Just or become Mowgli. He he loves (laughs) it, like climbing trees, playing in the dirt, all sorts of stuff like that. It can be at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, six o'clock in the morning. He's asking, you know, can I go out in the garden? We're like. It's frosty outside, Oscar. No, you can't. And we just fucked it up. <laughs> Do you take your boy or will you on any of the mad runs or anything when he's old enough? Yeah, 100%. Um, there is one, um, there's a company near me, uh, they're called uh, Mini Military Mud Run. And they actually like specialise in one sport for children. Uh, oh, that's I, brilliant. I don't know if they're doing any this year or not yet, because obviously they all got cancelled last year. But yeah, I, de- I definitely will. Um, and now that we've got him a a bike for his birthday my wife's gonna get get a bike and i've basically said well when he's good enough to do that you two go on the bikes and i'll run no, yeah. a, there's a good old just used um like train track in, in the town so if you go up and down that it's it's like 5k so and there's no cars on it so yeah great just you know you two go on the bike and i've got to try and beat you so yeah. it's nice to do it as a family as well I bet isn't it that's it yeah yeah and he's already asked he wants to have races and stuff like that with me now so you know, oh that's obviously. good yeah, yeah I think I guess they grow up whatever they've been introduced to as they're growing up they get into don't they hopefully yeah yeah, yeah. and if he, you yeah. stick the kid in front of if you stick the kid in front of the, the, the uh, playstation or the you know the ipad all day long then the kid's never going to want to go spend time outside and get the get the vitamin D and get the nutrients and get dirty and, you know, get exposed to the real world. And I think that's why people are sick nowadays as well, just because everybody spends time inside and everybody's, you know, they, they're not getting out in the dirt and, 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 you know, getting back to nature, I guess. It's so artificial, everything nowadays. Yeah, maybe with lockdown, after being stuck inside for so long, that'll all change. Maybe they'll, they'll think, right, that's it. Let's kick them outside. <laughs> Just put a little hut and you can go out there and hang out in the hut and, you know, a little heater or something. You have one for the for the guinea pigs. Why not? <laughs> well, yeah. A little yeah. bit different. What, what are you saying? Just build a bigger hut. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's rules against that, man. Jesus. Actually. 
<laughs> Pretty okay, sure right. we do not endorse putting children in hutches. Okay? Don't do that. Disclaimer. <laughs> Don't let, let unless, babysit. Unless yeah. it has a hamster wheel, man, then he's got his exercise. Think about it. It's good to go. Oh dear, hopeless I don't hear this. Yeah. <laughs> well then, Sven, you've just got yourself got out of any any babysitting duties now. I like I like your style then. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe about. maybe that's a good thing. I don't want no babysitting duties. Although I wouldn't mind looking after Leo, although I think he's probably gonna want me to go outside more than I'm gonna want to go outside in the future. <laughs> so I don't know. I need to get used to it too. <clears throat> so Mandy, obviously um, we know you've listened to the podcasts, so thank thank you for your support. So what we like to do is sort of go back to, to the beginning, really, of where your, you know, running journey started. So, yeah. I mean, did, you know, did you do sports at school and what have you? Um, no, I mean, when I left school, I literally, I've had a gym membership pretty much from leaving school. And my gym session would be just half hour run on the treadmill, probably a bit of rowing. And that was, that'd be it. I didn't really, a bit of a cardio bunny, didn't know what else to do. Um, I didn't actually start running until about three years ago. And um, before that, I never enjoyed it. So I never really did it. And yeah, I don't even, I can't remember. I think I started um, to just try and lose a bit of weight. Like when you've got a holiday coming up, you just go for a run and just think running the week before makes all the difference. Um, and then I booked Tough Mudder in 2017 or 18. And that's when I realised I needed to do a bit of running. So six months leading up to that, I just went out and did a few 5Ks here and there and kind of got the bug for it after doing the obstacle race, really. Um, yeah, after, so it must have been, I think, 2019, right at the beginning, Deptford Forest do a December, January and February 10K each month. And they were my first races. I just did that, all three of those and completely messed my legs up with shin splints by doing them too quickly in the wrong trainers. And I couldn't run then for about two months. <laughs> but, oh. Yeah, I think, to be honest, last year lockdown is what really started mine off. So I'm quite new to running, to be honest. Um, mentally, in May, I just needed something to just handle lockdown. Mm. And that was it. I just, I actually enjoyed it. For the first time in my life, I really enjoyed running. And I think I did miles for mind, 150 miles in one month. Nice. And, and we had a heat wave. <laughs> so mm. that helped. But... Yeah, I just, I loved it. And ever since then, that just sort of became my release. I think I just found something, like a lot of people did, that that worked for me. And I kind of felt a bit lost about after that. <laughs> um, but obviously before that with the races, I was having to do a bit of running in between for those, but I never actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Until oh. until lockdown. So, yeah, still a bit of a newbie, really. Um, I, I'm not a natural runner. I don't. I don't think because my legs hurt, they ache, my back hurts, everything hurts after a run. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do it. I do it for more for the mentally, mm. for my mental state. And yeah, I plan to continue doing so. To be honest, just... yeah. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any kind? I know it's like you just said. It's kind of early days for your running. But do you have? Yeah. Like, uh, maybe a goal for this year, like a long distance run, or maybe next year. Yeah, well, next month's my first half marathon. Ooh, nice. Um, I've only covered that distance probably three or four times. And I think that's always been with Dan running with me because I do get to about probably about eight miles and my mind just gives up. I just hit that wall. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, when I, when I run with Dan, <laughs> by the end of it, I literally am on the floor. But I do do it. So I know that I can do it. So yeah, at the end of May, I'm doing a half marathon in the Lake District. Wow. 
That's just around so the corner. Sure. So yeah, so it's probably going to feel like a marathon, <laughs> but yeah, just I know I know my body can do it. That's the main thing, and I think doing it somewhere outdoors, doing a trail run, um, doing it with people as well. Hopefully, I'll just I'll just dig deep and do it. <laughs> I don't care how I feel the next day. <laughs> if I can't use my limbs, it's fine. <laughs> but, and then. I don't think I could handle a marathon, but I'm not going to say no. One day, I'd like to think that'll be, that'll be so even if like it's a run walk, just to cover the distance. Um, but yeah, maybe not this year. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm interested. I have a question. And uh, just regarding you hitting the wall, like you said, at around eight miles. Yeah. What, what comes into your mind when you hit that wall? When you go, well, I've hit a wall now and I can't go any, any further. What? What goes to your mind at that time? I don't know. I think it's just you suddenly. Like, I, I think I naturally have quite a high heart rate. Anyway, I sort of. I always find it quite hard to regulate my breathing running. And I don't know when it gets to the point where everything hurts. You kind of in your head, you start looking at your watch, and you're like, "Oh God, I've still got so and so to go." And you suddenly just start thinking about everything. I think, and depends on where I'm running. If I'm running somewhere which is new, like a trail run, which I love, you kind of get distracted by your surroundings. Mm. Um, but if you're running on your own and you're kind of bored of your music and you're bored of way like the road running, I think you just start to mm. just think about it. Don't you overthink about it, definitely. That's why if I run with someone, you haven't got a choice. Like they're saying, come on, come on, keep going, and you just do. Um, so yeah, running buddy is definitely the way for me. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah. why you recommend having a running buddy because they really can yeah. push through that wall, break through that wall. Yeah, you push, and you know, like I know, like when Dan runs to me, he knows I can do it. So when I start saying, "Oh, you know, I see it, I'm done," I'm like sitting on the floor <laughs> eight miles. He's like, "No, get up, you're going." <laughs> and you do, like, you suddenly just find that burst of energy, and you carry on. But yeah, it's, it's that, and there was that long run that we had where I lied to you about the distance. Yeah, I don't think yeah, you he does watch. that, doesn't he? You didn't have your watch that day, did you? And you remember it was about oh, eleven no, miles in. Yeah, and then I, I said, was like, I kept saying, "Oh yeah, we'll keep going. We we'll get to half marathon," and then we kept doing loops around the house. This mile lasted for about half an hour, and I was like, <laughs> "Seriously, then we must have done a mile by now." <laughs> but but that's where like it's trying to like teach you that you can. You your legs will go once once you've convinced that mind, you know. Yeah. To, to keep going. I mean, I'm quite lucky. I can I can just go and run twenty miles without thinking about it. Yeah, I know, I know certain people like like when you hit the wall and stuff. Um, you know, you can just push through it, and I think you're gradually starting to learn that now as well, and that would just help you massively going forward. I think that's a yeah. skill. That is a skill. Like I genuinely believe sometimes I I think that turns Dan is a, some kind of running superhero because he can just he can he can go from nothing to twenty miles like this. And I think that is a real skill to build because not everybody can break through that barrier and that wall. And I think if you if you have someone like Dan next to you running, running and pushing you, you'll be able to take that and 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 bring it into your own business. You see what I mean? So you yeah. can help people break through that barrier because you know how to do it yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not one of those people that can go a few weeks without running and then just go out and run a 10k or something I, I really need to consistently keep at least doing the odd 5k's a few times a week to consistently keep um 
going I, like even if I go one week without a run I can feel that when I do the next one it's rubbish <laughs> this just everything hurts but, but yeah I still do it. it doesn't mean I mean just because you're not as good as someone else doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy it and do it it's, I think that's the problem a lot of people compete and you look at your pace on your watch all the time and sometimes it's nice to just do a run and just not wear your watch just well it doesn't count, does it, if you haven't got it on Strava? But oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> no, but I mean, you just feel bad. Even if you've got your watch on, you just don't look at it. Like, you have it off the off the pace, I think. You're, you're free run. You're running free. Yeah, so you yeah. still, you still like, recorded it, but you just don't – you're not too concentrating on, on how fast you're going or your time or anything. You're just generally running. Um, yeah, there's too, much, there's too much competition out there, I think. People get too hit up on, you know – I'm not doing it as fast as them. Or that's mm. a very negative, yeah. very negative thing, isn't it? If you, the last competition is a good thing, but if you obsess over it, then it really can destroy your whole mental attitude towards that that thing. So running, for example, if you just focused on the numbers the whole time, and instead of enjoying the run, like you said, we're going out without the watch, then yeah, it can it can become obsessive. I agree with you totally. Yeah. But. But no, so yeah, the running journey is still going. It's still quite new for me, but it's, I think in short space of time that I started, I feel quite happy with how far I've come. So it's and is it's it mainly the, and is it mainly like the, the obstacles races and the trail running that that interests you? Definitely, yeah. I'm not very good on the road, to be honest. I find it boring, um, and not very good on my knees. And yeah, I just enjoy the trails. I enjoy the outdoors, the forest. And the obstacle races, um, it's nice because it breaks up that run. Mm. So even like with the Spartan Beast, even though that was a half marathon distance, you don't really notice it because you're stop starting with obstacles the whole time. Um, but yeah, no, I'd choose an obstacle race or trail run any day over a road run. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I do road running as a because it's. I'm, I'm submitting to you. If I don't consistently run, I lose fitness like literally like yeah that. so that's why i do the road runs but it's more because it's easy to do i don't have to drive somewhere to do it oh you don't live anywhere near like forests or anything like that um they're like a 10 minute driveway mate but mm. again because i'm like running up like sort of 20 to 6 and in, in the mornings at the moment just like i just want to get it done in the week how yeah we're a bit like that Sorry, that's the question I have for all of you, all three of you, right? How the hell do you find the motivation? This is coming from my personal trainer. To, to get up at quarter to six in the morning or go running at four to six in the morning. Where do you, Mandy, actually you, because I'll ask you, I know you do some runs early in the morning, late at night or whatever time when you can. But how do you find yeah, the motivation to get up and go? I haven't done any early morning ones since Leo's okay. been born. But me and Dan were actually saying, because I was saying to him, I just... I feel like it's hard to find time around Leo to run. You know, for both of us, it's, it's difficult sometimes. Um, and yeah, I was thinking maybe now it's getting lighter in the mornings, trying to do an early morning one. Um, I think it's one of the things when you do it, you've just got not, you just get up and go. Like if you think about it, you'll seem to talk yourself out of it easily. Um, but yeah, I think with the lighter mornings and the sun, it definitely helps. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I haven't started that yet. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't, I don't know how Colin does it that early I suppose you just want to get used to it don't you you used to get up and go do personal training at the gym at six in the morning 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not actually physically exercising. I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm lifting weights and I'm bringing it to my clients and I have to be uh, sharp, but I'm not like exerting myself, you know, sweating and dying and all that fun stuff that's part of running. You feel really good though if you do it first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. You do? Right. But I know Dan's been yeah, trying to get up and go I, to the gym early in the morning stuff. And it is just, I think now it's getting lighter or easier, but it is hard, especially at the moment when we're awake sometimes at night, Leo. Like those extra yeah. few hours, sort of few minutes sleep count, but yeah, I think it's just getting into a habit, isn't it? Yeah, and, and also the way I look at it is, you know, I've got these all these races booked in, and I know that I need to train to be able to do them well. So I'm like, I can't run in the evening because I want to do strength work in the evening after I finish work, and so it's like, well, the morning's the only time to do it. But then I've still got. To, you know, help out with, with Oscar in the mornings or the weekends, got stuff to do. So it's like, well, the only solution is I'd get up early and do it. Do you find that quite easy now that you've sort of got into a routine of it or has it still come quite hard? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, put it this way, since Oscar's been born, like 6.30 is a lot in, in our house. So getting up at five doesn't really make that much of a difference. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'll snooze the alarm a couple of times. So it might be like 10 past five that I'm out of bed. But literally, I'll come downstairs, go, go pint of squash down, make a coffee, have that coffee, and then I'll be out the door. And it's, yeah, and it, I think it, you talk about it, it afterwards, though, don't you? You do, yeah. You, you yeah. Know, I, I think it's a good way to start the day, particularly with work. I can think about stuff that I'm doing. You know, I've got to speak to customers, what sort of tactic I'm going to do, or I've got to get this done. So do you feel like it kind of de-stresses you first thing in the morning? It kind of, or, or does it give you like, I don't know, what, what does, okay. Could, for those of us who have run in the morning compared to the night, compared to the middle of the day, what's like the difference? Do you feel more motivated if you run early in the morning? Do you I think the morning run, you eat better throughout the day. I always find that. I don't know about, mm. about you guys, but if I run in the morning, I always found that I was more conscious about what I ate because I've sort of started the day well. So I think, right, I'm going to, I'm going to carry on. Yeah. But no, I, for me, it's always been a positive thing running in the morning. <clears throat> yeah. I might give it a go. I have a question, man. Um, so Sorry, go on, go on, Dan. Yeah, so I prefer running after work because I always find, like, if I've had a crappy day at work, then yeah. I, I can separate work from home life then. I go home, go for a run, come back, and I'm just, like, chilled out. New person. Yeah. But then obviously now I like to get home, obviously take Leo off and Mandy for a little while because she's had him all day. So it's just finding that time and at least it's getting lighter now. So when he goes to bed, I've still got some daylight because I, I just get bored running around the roads in the dark with a head torch. Yeah. Be nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, with, with headphones in, it's just not, it's not safe either and you get idiots driving around. And Yeah, yeah. So uh, Mandy, I, yeah, I have a question. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your your uh, your goals? What 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 kind of? I know you want to be, complete this half a marathon next month, but like let's say long term goals. What what's your long term goals? What are you trying to achieve? What what's your what's the end goal in a way? Um, I kind of find I think last year, gym, for example, are you going back to the gym? Are you going to do weights and stuff like that? That kind of stuff. I'm still not sure about the gym. Um, being as we've got quite a lot of set up at home, as a lot of people have now, I think, through lockdown, I'd 
as long as I'm doing some kind of strength work, that's what I really miss. I really miss just feeling strong. Like, you know, I love the weights and now Leo's getting a little bit older. I think I could probably start getting back into that again. I don't want to count on him being in like childcare and pay for him to be in childcare just so I can go out and do exercise and things. I want to do stuff while around him. Um, that's why I'm sort of starting up some fitness classes with some mums next week. And yeah, I just, I'd really like to get back to that point where I look in the mirror and I just think, I just feel like I've built my muscle back up with some definition and just sort of got back to what makes me happy sort of thing. Yeah, I was, I was probably at my happiest a couple of years ago when I was, I sort of stopped a lot of the cardio and was focusing more on strength and just, just how I was just happy with that kind of look and it made me feel good. And I just sort of want to prove to other mums as well, really, just because you've got a child doesn't mean you can't do it like and that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind yeah. of my goal yeah I want to just sort of as he gets older maybe d- look at doing some boot camps for kids and mums because I don't think there's anything like that out there for what like boot camps for children and yeah then when he's old enough take him on some Spartan races and maybe get like a group of mums to bring theirs and yeah just try and be me and kind of think a lot you do lose your sort of yourself a little bit with a little one I think and the last four months I've kind of I don't want to just be a mum you know everyone should have them something for themselves as well and if I can include Leo in that then bonus you know yeah so that's kind of my goal is to yeah I think think that's a great idea your whole buggy boot camp fitness is a fantastic idea and I think I for some reason I can envision you standing there with Leo actually being like the mascot doing the exercises and showing everybody else how to do it. Cause you, I'm sure you guys will teach him how to squat, how to burpee, how to all that stuff. And like, <laughs> yeah, probably before he can walk. Just, just burpee, son, there you go. He'll land, he'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> he'll bounce. <laughs> yeah, he'll bounce, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's my main goal is just make sure that I can get back to, you know, doing Spartans just, just because I can be a Spartan mum, you know, encourage other mums to get out there and do things as well. You know, it doesn't mean that you can't carry on having that active lifestyle, I guess. It's, and yeah. That's... Just going on to your sort of like buggy boot camp. Is, is that what you've called it, by the way? Buggy. buggy yeah, boot camp? well, it's yeah. Buggy Beat. Yeah, the company itself is called Buggy Beat. So who I trained with, that would be sort of a Buggy Beat boot camp kind of style yeah. class, all outdoors what sort of like exercises and stuff you're going to be you know what's the format going to be for that um well this week will be my first so it's going to be a bit of a trial and error but I think if any babies are like Leo they don't like not moving about too much so it'll be a lot of lunges with the prams um I want to kind of mix it with mum's feeling like they've done a workout but in, alternate it in a way that is fit suitable for all fitness levels and then at the same time, having it as fun, like social. So everyone yeah. kind of gets something out of it. So yeah, something like lunges, squats. I've got some resistant bands and they're all different strengths. So if someone's a beginner with exercise, they shouldn't feel like they can't do it. And, you know, um, yeah, it's a bit difficult at the moment with lockdown and the whole COVID thing, making, you have to make sure everyone's got their own. You've got to have enough of everything. People can't really share equipment like they yeah. used to. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping to do more circuit style. That's what I was, I'd like to do eventually. Um, I just need to work a way around that. That's going to be safe and following sort of COVID regulations. Um, but yeah, it's, 
I'm sort of having, so it's going to be a cardio section and then like strength and then abs and core because all mums wants to do abs and core. <laughs> um, we all want yeah, our abs back. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, and probably some games, like incorporate some games in there when I get a bit more confident. But to start with, I'm just going to try and keep it simple and see how it goes, get some music going, just yeah. get them moving, basically. Um, I think babies will enjoy watching the mums like working out and stuff. So... What's the, yeah, uh, what's, the, uh, what's the age limit for children? How how old does the um, child have to be? I've Can they be a ten year old in the buggy? <laughs> There's not really a maximum, I don't think. I think so. Probably like toddlers kind of age. I haven't really put a maximum on it. Um, okay. I haven't had anyone asking children because most children are going to be at school. So yeah, any kids that aren't school age really. But prams and buggies is probably going to be the normal. I've had a couple of pregnant ladies ask to come. So. And both, both. What's that? And both partners can come along, so like the, the mother and the father can attend as well? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think that will give some confidence then. Some might be worried that, you know, the baby's going to cry or, mm. and they probably will. It'll probably be my baby, to be honest. <laughs> no, my mm. luck. But um, yeah, it'll just be what it is. You know, if they cry, you'll just, that's what I've said to mums who have messaged me and they said, oh, I'm a bit worried, you know what if my baby cries or what if I can't do these exercises? I haven't exercised for months. And I'm just like, look, we'll just go. Um, as long as we're moving and, you know, we're doing, keeping active, it, it'll just work. You know, there's not going to be a too strict format because if we do it, we'll just put pressure on everyone. And yeah, I'm sure as the weeks go on, I'll learn from it. And Oh, you will. You're the, the, definitely tired now in this first few weeks, but yeah, it's, yeah I'm going to go Sorry, Mandy. Yeah, it, it is very, very um, uh, nerve-wracking, I would say, when you do your first class. I mean, I, yeah. I did it many, many, many years ago. And I mean, not that I can remember my first one. I can't remember most of them. But um, from what I remember, yes, it's, it's 100%. It's so nerve-wracking. However, you just, need, you just need to remember that you are in control. You're the one everybody's listening to. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know you're qualified. You're skilled. You've been doing it for so long. You just have to go in with that and, and say, well, you, you mofos are gonna listen to me now. You know, I'm telling you what to do. You're gonna do it, you don't have to do it. And then, you know, you'll feel better at the end. Just have that mentality and know that you are skilled and qualified to do it. And then it should be okay, honestly. Games are a good idea as well. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I think I see it. When I get there, it's just known there's gonna be, I think I've got 12 people booked on my first class next month. Nice, nice. Okay, get there, I'll be like, just all these eyes looking at me, waiting for me to give instructions. But yeah, I'm just going to go into it and just, I was going to have a format written down and then I'm not, no, actually not going to, because I know my mind will just go blank. And yeah. so, yeah, I'll just make it up as I go along kind of ish. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I think that's probably the best way to go about it. Um, but yeah, I think I'll be a little bit kinder than on your classes then, because I might scare them if I take after you. Look, don't, don't copy my classes exactly, because you know how lazy I am. I'll come around and I'll correct your form and I'll motivate you, <laughs> but I'll just stand in a corner and shout pretty much. And one of my friends, I remember her saying to me, um, she came on a kettle size class of mm. yours on Sunday, and she wouldn't go again. She said, no, he scared me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of women react that way towards me. <laughs> um, oh, that's really good. You must be really looking forward to it. I am. Yeah, I am. I'm just for myself as well. And just just something new, you know. I haven't I've struggled to get on any baby classes. And to be honest, um, I'm looking forward to meeting some mums. 
Well, a lot of baby classes seem a little bit sort of fluffy um, for me. <laughs> so, so, yeah, hopefully this will be... It seems to appeal to a lot of people. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Definitely, something definitely new, something fresh. Yeah, yeah. so I'm hoping. What, I mean, the two bits of advice I'd, I'd give you, obviously, a, make it fun, you know, and sociable. Because I know from when, when Vicky, yeah, you know, and Oscar was Leo's age, just having like a sociable thing, you know, really, really helps being around other mums and sort of being, yeah. allowing them to talk about what, you know, their baby's going through at the moment. There's any other babies going through, I'm struggling with this, what are you guys struggling with? So that's yeah. really, I think that's really important for mums. And then for, for when, for when you're there and everyone's looking at you, yeah, because I, I have to present as part of my job, I've presented to like loads of, you know, clinical lectures with people who know more about this shit than I do. Um, but just remember that you've earned the right to talk to them because you've done the training. Yeah. So you know you know what you're talking about. So once you once you keep that in your mind, you're not nervous. So okay. Just just a little tip that I use, you know when. Yeah, I bear that in mind. Stuff like that. And, and do the do the babies like stay stay in the prams all the time, or do they get out and like help um, them to do lunges or anything like squats? At the moment, I'm just going to keep them in the prams. Yeah, you're not doing kettle swings. I don't want anyone them. dropping their babies. <laughs> <laughs> Same, Come on, baby, how'd you get kettle size? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I think, obviously, if they're upset or crying, then I'll encourage mums to get them out and do what they need to do. Um, if the weather's not too bad and they can come out and lay on the mat, you can do like planks and sit ups and stuff with them. Um, it'll be play by ear, really. Like if Leo cries, I'll probably get him out and then do some lunges with him. And if others want to follow suit, they can. Yeah. So yeah, I probably won't have a set right. You've got to get your baby out, especially if they're asleep. I'll be like, never wake a sleeping baby. Just <laughs> leave them. Rule number one. I'm yeah. Thinking, I'm thinking. That, that, that I, I'm thinking I should attend and wear your harness and have Leo just hanging on the yeah. front of me as like a weighted vest. Well, you should attend sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. You, you just volunteer yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Have be I... thinking this is time when you can sit and play on Call of Duty, mate. You need to be out there mate, supporting Mandy. I'll, I'll be at work, mate, don't worry. Mandy, get some on Saturdays, Saturdays and Sundays so he can... Yeah. <laughs> Candy Crush all day. Candy Crush, yeah. <laughs> working hard, people working hard. Ooh, top score. Yeah, that crap. <laughs> you should be there. You should be there. Definitely yeah. going... Yeah, you'll, you'll have fun as well, man. Yeah, you yeah I think that'd be nice if some people do bring their well. partners. So, yeah, I definitely don't want mums to just think it's literally just for mums. You know, you can bring partners, grandparents, they can bring a friend. Um, what's the what's the, kind of the watch the child? What is the cost? Is it what, how much is it? How much are you charging per session? Uh, first session is free for everyone. Nice, nice. And then I'm doing six pound a class or a block of four for twenty. I think that's being I'm outdoors. You know, I don't have any overheads to pay, um, apart from obviously like insurance and music license. But other than that. If I was paying, I am looking into having a hall option, just an indoor one. Might nice. appeal more in the winter, but mm -hmm. I've decided to just stick with these two at the moment because otherwise I might take too much on and yeah. see how it goes. What's that? The weather's going to be fantastic as well now. Summer's coming up, so it makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, that'll be a start. Um, but yeah, I think £6 seems like a go and rate for a class, doesn't it? And, and mums don't have a lot of money. So I don't want to charge and put people off for that. Yeah, but you see, this is where I differ. I, I used to look at it that way. But 
I used, to, I used to look at it in the way of, okay, what, what's the going rate for personal training or for classes or whatever? You don't go according to the, the, the standard rate of what everybody else is doing. Go according to your time that you're giving and go according to the expertise that you're bringing, right? If you feel yeah. you're good value, you charge according to that. Don't charge according to what every other sausage out there is charging because they yeah, might- it's hard when you do though. Sorry? Yeah, it's, I think it's hard when you're new. Totally, I mean, totally. doing the first sessions free, I think, gives takes the pressure off a little bit. So I think, yeah. you know, if someone doesn't feel comfortable or don't, don't enjoy it, they've not lost their, or lost any money. Um, but yeah, it'd be quite nice if I could get some mums into running. You know, when Leo's old enough to have a running buggy, then I can get some mums to join Wild Runners, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little mum crew. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be quite nice. I think I've some 10k. I've, I've got this image of these little hands coming out of buggies for the 5k Friday. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can sell some child t shirts, like child yeah. size t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but now I think some places like Duxford, when we done that last year, I'm pretty sure we saw a couple mums running with buggies, didn't we? Yeah, um, there, there was mums running with the yeah. buggies on there, yeah. So that gave me a bit of. Um, Bit of encouragement definitely need so i think you'll i think you'll do really well i think uh you have the personality for it you're very bubbly you know what you're doing i think very social as well i think you'll be fine i think you're gonna do really well uh, i have all the hopes for you and uh, so where is the first one again where is it again uh berry on the howard park field it's just on the howard estate it's just literally just a football pitch um uh, yeah, so I actually struggle quite a bit to find areas which were going to be suitable. You know, you've got to have parking and little Definitely things you don't yeah. think about. And a place near us is a nice nature reserve, but it's full of rabbit holes. <laughs> so that was a no. But yeah, so I've got two places sorted. Um, well, if, then, you, yeah, if, if you are interested, there was a there's a field in Mildenhall that I used to do my boot camps on. It's free. You don't have to pay to use the field. It's a massive field. Um, I'll try and find, I'll try and see if I can remember the actual road, but I, I could take you there okay. sometime and just see where it is. Yeah, it's a huge field. Yep. I used to do my boot camps there many years ago. So, yeah, that's possibly a potential. Yeah, that's field. nice. That'd be helpful. Yeah. But, yeah, that'll give me a little bit of strength then, hopefully, for my next Spartan race. That's um, on the calendar. That's what I'm looking forward to. When is the next one? Oh. I don't know, actually. June, July, July, July I think. July, yeah. That's southeast or that Midlands. I think it's Midlands, Midlands or... I think, the first one, yeah. Okay. Is that yeah. diving in there of a beast? I can't remember now. Oh, probably. Sven loves a beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait Never to start. again. Never. I did Pip. Was it Pippingford we did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did Pippingford beast. Now... Some people will be like, eh, it's nothing. I did a full marathon with, you know, a full bladder and blah, blah, blah. But Pippingford was a bloody nightmare, my friend. Those hills killed me. <clears> Never <throat> I mean, you was, you was pure white and blue lips when you finished. I nearly died that day. So <laughs> I, I did think you was, was pretty much dead. Was that sounds like the wolf run as well, Dan. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. But, hey, good luck to you, mate. Good luck to you on that. On oh, that. I can't wait. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think the atmosphere on the first events, like the Spartans, are going to be amazing. It's just, mm -hmm. so everyone's going to be buzzing. They sent out, because uh, I'm doing the uh, the Wales trifecta, and I had an email yesterday, and um, there's going to be no spectators there. Not allowed 
like so if Vicky was there with me for example she can come along and just hang around the event village and take photos and what have you okay well even though because everything will be lifted by then won't it yeah mine is mine's just before it's literally the weekend before the 21st so a shame they don't just change the date I I thought they would they might still Boris's birthday but I was like come on come on Doris sort it out um (laughs) but no uh to be fair she wasn't gonna go anyway um but yeah I don't know what it's gonna be weird not having I mean I haven't done a Spartan but the other ones there's always like loads of people around there's always a buzz yeah, it kind of makes you almost feel like you want your first one to be when everyone's there, isn't it? It's, but to be, to be honest, I just want to get the whole weekend done. Like, I just want to get that trifecta and done. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be painful doing all three, but I'm sure I'll be all right. See, I've never done all three in one weekend before, so that'll be a first this year. Are you, are you um, doing all three, are you? Yeah, I don't know which one. I've completely lost track now. Possibly yeah. is Windsor uh, trifecta? Win- Windsor's trifecta, and you've also got Sparta as well. Yeah, so... In Greece in November. At least I'll get a practice when it's Windsor. Yeah. Is there a Windsor yeah, this year? Pardon? What's that? I didn't think there was a Windsor this year. Um, I think there is. Okay, I might, might be wrong. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not either. sure actually. Mm. They've definitely was... cut them a lot, which is a shame this year. Yeah, things are they've probably had to just with the costs and you know not to put any races on last year. I know people they've got people's money from the tickets, but well, I've actually transferred my season pass to next year. Well, you're um, starting one. Yeah, because obviously last year in lockdown, I had I literally intended on going. That was my first big year doing Spartan and um, mm. I'd only done odd races before that so I planned on literally doing everything yeah so I thought I'd rather save it for next year when I can use it and just go out there and try and do as much as possible yeah. um and just pay the shield volunteer mm. so, but yeah I've definitely got to get a few in there before Sparta have yeah. you done Sparta no. will you be doing that no 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 I'm under strict instructions not to book any more races this year oh really yeah yeah like when we jesus we were talking uh, us through messaging the other day about just trying to organize a weekend away and i'm like boys i'm going to struggle just because they've got books something else it's literally like that's that's pushing my weekend at home so that would have gone down like like a lead balloon so yeah i've got loads on but no i'd like to go and do um some, some overseas have you booked into the Alpha Wolf yet, Mandy? Um, I'm sitting on the fence with it. If I'd love to do I think we possibly will. I'm hoping that World Runners will maybe organise a Wolf Run event. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd like the Wild Runners to have their own event one day. Do you yeah. think you will do Wolf Run? Any of you guys? Um, well, I'm, I'll happily do the spring one next year with you. Um, I don't think, I'm sure the summer and the autumn ones this year, I'm already racing on those weekends. I don't know about winter, but yeah, man, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to do them. I don't know if I'll get the alpha. I think this summer we were looking at hopefully doing the summer wolf. Mm. I think that'll be really good. That's July, I think. Um, yeah. Probably the weekend before Spartan, maybe. I'm not sure. But I do like the wolf runs. I think they're just fun. They're a nice distance. And that big red slide is amazing. Yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and that was a 
that was my first one after doing Tough Mudder and I just loved it. It was brilliant. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the only thing is it'd mean doing a winter wolf again. Um, and yeah, that was Spring's tough. Worse. Spring I can imagine worse. that. Yeah, I can imagine that because this had a winter just just be cold, isn't it? It hasn't yeah. had the summer sun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, when I did the winter one, yeah, it sucked. The weather was crap. But it was just a case of, obviously, because I did it through the calendar year, so I was like, once I've done this, I'll get that alpha medal. So I was like, to get it done, to get it done. But the first one, when I had to do that swim in the in the spring one, and they were warning you about it in the warm-up, saying, this water is cold. And, like, when you when you climb out, you see people there in, like, you know, the foil blankets. Yeah. You. Um, and I did it with two mates, and... Well, I met my brother, and I obviously I can run quicker than them. And I, I was trying to run at their pace, and I was like, I need to run faster just to warm up. And yeah, we found that when we done winter, because I did it with these two, and um, there's a group from the gym, and I think we kind of split up a little bit because the cold. It would just yeah. if, if I stopped too long, you couldn't move again. Um, but I remember going into that lake and I'd never swam in the lake or anything before and I just couldn't breathe. I just never, literally just took my breath away. Yeah. And I was with my friend Kate and she was like, just keep breathing, just keep breathing. I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to sink. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was definitely an experience. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. So the spring one, I could, when I'd done a summer one, I did summer wolf for about a year after that and it was like a bath. It was lovely. Mm, it was yeah. A completely different experience. Yeah, the autumn one's fine as well because it's had all summer to warm up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that spring swim is just that's something else. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, what other what other races would you like to do? Obviously, other than other than Spartan. Um, I've heard that Mud Seven's pretty good, only because you get a mixture of all of them, so that'd be quite nice to just experience different races all in one. Um, I don't really know what other ones are out there, to be honest. Just, I think Spartan seems to be the biggest one at the moment. I'm not, I wouldn't be interested in anything like a triathlon. Um, I'm rubbish on a bike. So, so yeah, I'm not really sure. I think I'd just sort of stick with Spartan and just see if I can compete in it. That would be quite nice to get a podium spot one day. Okay. Um, okay. And, that age yeah. group or elite? Well, was, my season ticket is for age group. So Ooh. next year... Um, another reason why I transferred that from this year because that just wasn't <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> um, elite, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I won't. I won't say never. But yeah. age group would be nice, especially with little one now. It'd be quite nice to sort of just have a podium spot with him and um, picture of him on there. So love that. Love that. Yeah, and you know, I don't think I don't think I'd do Sparta again once I've done it once, only because of it's just so much money, isn't it? It's a big, a big cost and. Uh, yeah, I'd love to do Hawaii, <laughs> Spartan, if I was yeah. going to be really adventurous somewhere. I, would want, I think they've got one in Canada as well. Yeah. Um, so one day, something like that. But yeah. No, you ain't going to Hawaii for no race. Mm. Oh, I know you want to go to Hawaii. How amazing would it be? <clears throat> you Have you seen see that? Jurassic Park figures. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> I'd go just for that. Oh, wait, is that where you'd run? Yeah, you yeah, run three where they wow. Jurassic Park and stuff. Oh wow, that's really cool. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Is there one in Canada as well? Yeah, there's a whole yeah. series in Canada. Yeah. yeah. They do, they do like series, I think, don't they? Sorry? Do they do a mountain series as well in Canada, I think? 
I would have thought so, mate. Yeah, I think I do a mountain series in North, in like America as well. So, I mean, it's huge over there, man. Yeah. Like, and then obstacles racing in general is massive. Yeah, when little one's older, then I think that would be a long term goal to do. That'd be an experience, turn it into a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> While yeah. racing there. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's got, it's got to be done. So, I know you, you do, you're quite into kettlebells as well, aren't you? Kettle. Yeah, I do love a cowbell. Yeah. yeah. And what, um, is it you, what is it you like about them? Uh, I, agree, honest, I, think, I love them. I love cowbells. Yeah, well, I used to, it was the classes, really. I mean, I used to attend Sven's classes on a Sunday, and they were kettlebell classes. So there'd always be a hit class beforehand and then kettlebell. And I just liked the toughness of it, what you could do. It just always felt like a really good workout. Um, I just, yeah, I just really, and I think it always felt like a challenge you, there was just so much variation of exercises you could do and just with simple a kettlebell and you didn't really need much else yeah um and yeah i trained in to become a kettlebell instructor literally two weeks before lockdown <laughs> so <laughs> i haven't had a chance to use it yet but yeah we've got some kettlebells here um which we use at home and yeah i just think they're just I'm, I, you don't see many people really Use them. I know when I started the gym, wouldn't have even known what one was. Like everyone just used dumbbells, and it wasn't until I started on class I really got into it. Yeah. But it definitely helps if you enjoy a class. I think it was. It was always one I found I got a lot out of. So. Yeah, I think they yeah. translate quite well to obstacle course racing, just because like it's it's functional fitness. Yeah, you well. can kind of do the whole carries, can't you, with them and. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think a lot of grip strength um, from a kettlebell, which comes in very handy for the races. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's what I learned from Tough Mudder. When I'd done Tough Mudder, and I'd only ever done cardio before that, and I think literally two weeks before Tough Mudder, I booked a couple of training sessions, and like, I need some help. I've just looked at YouTube and seen what Tough Mudder is, and I've, I can't, like, I'm not prepared. And I remember I was getting dragged and pulled and pushed over everything. I had no upper body strength whatsoever. And so after that, I was straight away, right, okay, I need to do some strength training. And, and yeah, that's when I ended up training quite a bit with Sven and learning, like, all upper body strength rather than just cardio. Mm -hmm. Tell them the point you got to with your, with your uh, pull-up game. This, Mandy <laughs> is one of my, one of my proudest uh, uh, moments with, with clients because – she, you know, when you have clients, some push, some pay you to push, but they don't really want to be pushed. They just kind of want to mess around and, and have someone to talk to, I guess. But Mandy really pushed really hard. We got to a point where we started off. Uh, how many pull-ups could you do initially? None. Because uh, when I first started, I wanted to be able, the next race I did, I wanted to be able to climb the wall by myself and the rope without needing help. Because I didn't like the fact that a tough mudder, I needed help. Like I wanted to do it myself. Um, and yeah, and then that was when everyone said like pull ups is the way to go, and you got to be able to lift your own body weight, and that's where it all started really. Um, yeah, I couldn't. No. I couldn't. My own body weight. Lift, woman, tell us how. Tell us the number. I'm so impressed with this number. Oh my god, I can't. I think we reached. I was doing at least fifty before we even started training. I remember that. And yeah, I'm so, pretty sure I, I have oh, a feeling we managed it. I, it was anywhere between 75 and 100 pull ups within the first 15 minutes, and then we started working out. So, go and these aren't pull ups, uh, everybody listening that that you know, these half 
rep shit that some people do, i.e. the bird, yeah. right? It was Listen, a jump up, up ooh, there. She was all it the was way, goddamn scapular right, everything coming the whole way. And I was really, yeah, you you really, your, your, your determination and your drive was just insane. And I really respect that because there's not a, lot of, not a lot of people that have that. And I think that well, I will think really it was I think it was my friend Kate as well, because you were training my friend Kate. So we got a bit competitive yeah. with each other with our pull-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she right. was always telling me how many she could do. So I was like, right, okay, I've got to go and do more than you now. But yeah, a bit of healthy competition is definitely really good, well. I think. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's what I quite like about classes. Like a lot of the classes, me and her, we used to do a lot of competitions and who could plank the longest, who could do a wall sit the longest. And I love anything like that. That's, yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, you do, I think you find your comfort zone. And it's mm. very easy. Like, you do so many reps and you always do that many and no more. Um, same with running, I guess. I often automatically stop at 5K or 10K, whereas I could just think, if I just do maybe six or like 11, like just push a bit further. I think it's, um, I know I get stuck in my comfort zone quite a lot. Or with the running, throw in some different type of runs. So, like, do in intervals, for example, for 5K. Yeah, so, you know, simple one is if you listen to music, one song, just sprint as hard as you can. Next song, recover, rinse and repeat. It's a very, really okay. simple one. Um, obviously, I know you guys haven't got any hills there. Well, you do actually, because you got that burpee one where you where, where Dan was destroyed. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that, you know, because that that all yeah. that's one thing I really learned from doing that Garmin um, programs, doing different types of runs. It, it all all adds up and you do get better overall at it yeah getting your strava crowns yeah, yeah. Crowns. i know i'm, I'm sad i've already looked at um at the crowns where i'm going on holiday to so. <laughs> who got you into that i wonder <laughs> yeah i wonder <laughs> i own into it, crown, actually. i'm quite proud <laughs> i own yeah. one in Milton hall yeah <clears throat> uh, uh, they're, they're addictive they are addictive, but they're good. The segments are good as well. Even if you just create, I've created my own just so I can like see how quick I do on this on this route just to measure it. Oh, okay, I so didn't know you could even create your own. Yeah, <clears throat> Makes sense. Yeah. Run the route, and then you can create your own. You can put it as public or or private. Um, but yeah, and it's just a good way to. Oh, sweet! I've got. I showed like four minutes off my last PB that I did for that route, so it's it's a good thing to do. I think. Because with the segments, you have to get them just right, don't you? Because I, when last time I went out and did one, there's like a funny triangle-shaped one we do, and I'd obviously started at slightly too late, <laughs> so I like legged it, and then I got to the end. I thought, oh, I must have must be up at least in the top three, and I hadn't even reg registered because oh. I'd started literally like, a tiny bit too late. So. I've seen I've seen them to my watch, so it counts down to when it starts. Like I'm oh, not competitive okay. on it, uh, <laughs> and there's one near me, and I've. I had to crack at it twice now and I'm two seconds off of it and it is pissing me off. <laughs> like, that's just annoying. So I haven't got That's a good job you two don't live closer. Otherwise you two would be driving each other nuts beating each other's segments. I've, I've already <laughs> said to him, don't be, don't, don't be thinking we're going out for a run near me before we go up to, up to the Lake District. That ain't happening. If you, want, <laughs> if you want a shakeout run, we can do it in ambulance size. I'm not doing it around there for you to try and nip crowns. <laughs> Oh, I think those hills will um, be the killer. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, probably that's another goal of mine that I hadn't thought of. Um, the Free Peaks would be something I'd love to do, the National Free Peaks. Yeah, that's cool. I know um, last year that was on the cards to 
to join Dan and his team. Um, but yeah, after doing the Peak District last year, definitely be something I'd like to do, the Yorkshire Free Peaks. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah. well, <laughs> that was a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be, but I really enjoyed it. So. I think that, I mean, I haven't done the Yorkshire Three Peaks, but I've done the national one. I think the um, Yorkshire Three Peaks would be harder. Like, I really Just the endurance of it. Yeah, but, yeah, because the... Yeah. Climbing the national Three Peaks, the actual climbing part, when you've done a little bit of work, it's actually quite easy. It's the, the, the trick to get it in the 24 hours is the driving. Um, so that's you get the rest. Yeah, well, well you... Yeah. you you, you get arrested. I mean, I was sleeping in between them and, and eating. So, you, you know, you kind of hitting each one kind of fresh for that Yorkshire one. There's no respite. Because obviously, yeah. you're, you're walking in between all three, aren't you? So I think that one, and is it 12 hours to do that? Yeah, I think we did it in 11, 11 hours 11, 40, something yeah. like that. It's just over 26 I mean, miles, wasn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's from, tough, man. I mean, we walk a lot, don't we? we Oh, and I thought I'd find that quite easy, but that last hill, honestly, if I was on my own, I'd still be on that hill now. I was, and when um, we finished it, and they said, "Oh, after this last peak, it's you know you're on your way home, you're done." There is another two hours walk back to the car park after that last peak. <laughs> it's like the longest two hours of my life, but yeah, it was good. It felt good, but honestly, that last peak, I think Dan was literally pushing me up. It, it was, I was wrecked. <laughs> it's it That's sucks one thing i've learned from planning like routes in the mountains is always try and make it so that when you come down you're close to the car because there's nothing yeah. worse than bit of a long day you get down and then you've got like a two-hour walk on flat you just want to get to the car after you've done it so i'd always yeah. plan that whenever me and the boys go to the late district i always plan it so if we've got a long flat walk we do that first just get that out of the way then start climbing and then you come down and you're close to the car so you can just get in the car find a pub yeah start drinking <laughs> yeah i uh, think sven tried that approach for snowden didn't you son yeah but he didn't even get up there <laughs> he, he didn't want to get up man, he didn't want to get far from well. the car yeah <laughs> oh, no no clarissa can't pick me up once you guys were probably like halfway up the fucking thing halfway <laughs> we're just, i couldn't we're have it all the way up sven we were probably even climbed 100 meters well, I said by the time you guys were halfway up, I was picked up. I was down there already waiting. When, when's I, redemption? You, mu you must be eyeing it up to make sure it doesn't beat you. Nah, nah. You know what? I'm, I'm quite comfortable knowing that I'm, I'm, I'm just not enough for that mountain. <laughs> I go down the you, mountain. Would you take the train? Take the train? No, probably not. I don't like heights, man. Uh, I'm not a fan of heights. I hate heights. And so obviously, usually... Heights comes along with mountains. So I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, oh, that's cool, Mandy. That's cool. Where you mentioned heights, have you seen um, the rat race, that big slide that you've got at the end? Uh, no, never done it before. I haven't seen the rat race. Um, I know that it's like a whole weekend thing, which seems pretty cool. Um, Are you not joining World Runners or Rat Race next year? Oh, oh. Um... Uh, <laughs> He's got to do a 5k Friday first. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my, my, my mic just went there. You must have heard it. <laughs> I'll tell you another time. Don't worry about it. No, there's a huge slide, <laughs> like a really high one. I don't know if... Have you done it before, Colin, that race? I've done the Survival of the Fittest. And I, looking at the slide, I think they had that there. 
They had a big ass slide. Is yeah. it as high as it looks? <laughs> it's all right. If you look back on my Instagram, you'll probably see a video of me going down it. Um, that's the only thing that I'm like, I hate heights. Uh, and it looks right. so high. Slide. It's just a slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a slide. It looks like a drop. Like they literally drop you off the edge by the looks of it, don't they? Dude, a slide ain't bad at all. It's it's a mountain where people can get blown off of and die. <laughs> You're gonna die going down a high slide. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, I think there's worse ones than the slide because there's some like quite big drops, I think, where you gotta go into water. Yeah, see, that's, um, that's something I've had to overcome on quite a few races. I did um, this my heights. I didn't realise until I'd done Tough Mudder that I had a fear of heights. Um, whether that's something that's just come along as I've got older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did one called the Nuts Challenge and you had to jump from a really high ledge into mud. So you couldn't see how deep it was or anything. And yeah. there's two laps. So the first lap, I was the one which was hanging off the edge and then like just letting someone push me off and the second time i just ran and jumped off yeah but yeah i had to overcome a fear of heights through races even like the spartan rope climb um hated hated it for a long time hmm. and it used to freak me out that i'd get up there and not be able to get back down but you just do it so yeah, just just let go I did know I did do that once um when I was training somewhere else that had a rope and I took all the skin off my hands <laughs> so yeah well it didn't help but yeah I learned that hard way but, all fun yeah one of the things I wanted to bring up with you Mandy and um it was how quickly you got back to running after you had Leo because I mean, mm. I've, I've got nothing, my, my wife doesn't run or anything, so I can't like compare it to anything. But how long was it since since having Leo till you um, I, back on? I was quite lucky, really. I think I was lucky with the whole pregnancy and having him. And I know that it varies for every mum. I was man, I was able to stay active the whole time, walk. I think I ran until I was about. 25 weeks pregnant or 20 it might have been more than that um and then I walked a good 5k every single day right up until when I had him and I think that helps yeah and I had like an easy birth with him as well it was all quite straightforward and no complications and yeah I, start, I think I went for my first one at five weeks just a really gentle one wow. um just a really like gentle jog because I know that even if you feel like that like, I've wanted to do it sooner but I know that you shouldn't yeah. push yourself um but yeah it's, it's hard because I know some mums will be like like message me and said oh how did you do it and as you know that some people I'd have had maybe some complications no matter how I felt physically wouldn't have been able to so mm. yeah I think, I think a lot of it was staying physically active while I was pregnant though um yeah. but I didn't really have sickness and stuff so if I had have had that I might not have been able to have done that mm. so yeah I think it was just lucky and just doing what I could um, if I could, if I had have had a lot of symptoms that prevented me from doing so, I wouldn't have done. But because I was able to, I did. And yeah, just it was such nice weather last year, and I was determined to still carry on like doing my runs and everything. Because at the end of the day, it's nothing, no reason you can't. I did end up training in pre and postnatal fitness while I was pregnant. Okay. Um, just kind of understand a lot of it and. There's no harm in running. There's a lot of stigma behind it, and some people say you shouldn't run pregnant. And but yeah, there's no harm in doing it. And you know, it's only going to have benefits on how quick you recover as well. Yeah. So 
but everyone's different. I was, I, you know, I was lucky with the whole, whole experience. Um, but I do think a lot of that is probably just because I was quite active beforehand. Mm. So things it kind of makes makes sense if you think about it, because obviously the whole stigma about not running while you're pregnant. What did what did we do thousands of years ago when you were pregnant? You just sit around and wait for a saber tooth tiger to come along and pick you off. I'm yeah. guessing the daddy. I'm did guessing the daddy protected them, man. With the well, yeah. the main thing, you just got to listen to your body, haven't you? Yeah. That was the main the whole way through. I just kept saying, like, I was booked to do Snowden, and I'd have been thirty weeks pregnant, I think, at that point. And I really, really want to do it, but and you and, still would have done better than was, me. That was when I. <laughs> that was the first time I think I said I'm not going to do something. Um, yeah. I did Stuxford 10k a couple of weeks before that, I think, yeah. and I struggled. Um, okay. It was just like your hips starting to hurt and your back starting to hurt. And after that race, I was like, "This is my last, my last yeah. run." Um, just because I thought, "What's the point in doing it when it gets to the point you're not enjoying it and it's hurting?" There's no point in doing it anymore. But before that, I felt quite quite comfortable still. I had the odd run, road run, and I'd start getting a bit achy, and I think, well, okay, I'll just walk. Mm. Um, you just literally listen to your body, and a few, a couple of my friends, she's just had her baby, and she was running, and she kept asking me, saying, you know, is it safe for me to run? Am I okay to run? And I just said, as long as you feel okay, and, you know, your doctor's giving you clearance that you're okay to exercise, and, yeah, it's, your body will seem to tell you otherwise. Did you, know, you, did you get doctor's advice um, before you started running? Uh, I did, yeah. I had to ask. I mean, I must admit, because of COVID, I felt it was quite like they're supposed to give you a proper screening and everything. Um, and a lot of appointments with, with my midwives and health visitors was very, very limited after I had Leo. And I didn't actually get a screening, which I felt a little bit let down by on that half. I had to physically ask them. And they just basically said, if you've run before, you had him and you feel well enough and stuff and a few questions, then, yeah, it was fine. Um but yeah, I wasn't really asked much. And to be honest, a lot of it was more mentally again to get out for a run. You know, after having a newborn, um, your whole life suddenly changed. And it was my way of just getting back out there and just holding on to a little bit of the old me. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Just, yeah. uh, I, mem- I remember my first run still. And just when Dan was watching him for just half hour just to get out. And yeah, it felt really good. Um, but yeah, I did ask doctors. And with my class as well, I'm not letting any mums join her six weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be six weeks to join and then even then if they've had complications I still encourage them to wait longer or go see a doctor first um, you can easily do a lot more injury mm. with, with your car so I suppose there's nothing stopping those mums that can't physically join in with the activity just coming along for the social aspect of it oh yeah absolutely yeah. Um, and there's a few like there's a couple of pregnant ladies coming so obviously there's going to be some exercises that they shouldn't do so I've warned them that I'll give them alternatives and yeah it's the whole thing I'm doing a screening with all of them so I've got forms I can see like how young the children are if they had any complications um stuff like that so yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be one of the things that what might work for one mum might not for another um you to, yeah you just everyone kind of knows what their own body can handle that's the most important thing and I think they've got to just be prepared to respect that on the day and not push themselves um, it's so easy to go out there and want to do more than you can <laughs> um but when I was pregnant I completely gave up ab exercises because it just what was the point and you don't want to put pressure and strain yeah. on yourself and yeah it's definitely one of the things you want to 
you can easily do too quickly, I think. Yeah. Um, and I probably did run a bit too quickly, to be honest. So but I was quite lucky that I've been all right. Hmm. Um, I probably should have waited a little bit longer, but mentally I, I wise, I girl. <laughs> so, yeah, I think... I think lockdowns definitely opened up a lot of people's eyes to like exercise and yeah. Do you think that's why your gym's not as busy, Sven? Do you think people over lockdown have decided to set stuff up at home? So well, yes. Uh, from speaking to all the people that have attended the gym in those last week and a half, um, I'm getting the idea that a lot of people don't want to come back to the gym until they've had both jabs. Um, they're, they're really uh, apprehensive about being around other people with the whole COVID pandemic thing going on. And I get that, and I get that. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons why the gyms are a little bit quieter is because people are still a bit fearful. They're still a bit worried about, you know, catching COVID or passing it on or something. So I think as soon as, Uncle B says, you know, guys, you can chill out now. It's okay. Relax. I think the, the gym will see more people. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it is quite quiet at the moment. But uh, yeah, it's, 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 again, like you're saying, maybe people have just started a, a lot of, I mean, this is why gym equipment just, the, the, the cost of gym equipment just shut through the roof in, in the first little bit of lockdown. Yeah, I struggled to get gym equipment like crazy. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. For this class, resistance bands is pretty much the only thing I could get. I tried to get small dumbbells, and I think you're looking to pay like twenty pound for like a stupid mortgage just for a kettlebell. Yeah, yes. and yeah, just not. So resistance bands is the only thing I could get at the moment for the class. But I thought that'd probably be enough to start with, hopefully. So then just bring a duffel bag into the gym and just put some stuff in and walk out with it. Yeah, pinch all the kettlebells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll build up your you'll build up your equipment throughout time. I mean, you know, I never started with a whole bunch of stuff either. I actually think I just started with a, a couple of tennis balls. That's it. And I just had them do a bunch of bunch of bodyweight exercises and then the tennis balls for like games and stuff. So you don't need a lot. Yeah. You know what you're doing. So you know you don't you can use body weight for a lot of stuff. Body weight. Yeah, like Colin was saying, um, you know, a big part of it is gonna be the whole social side, I think, as well as um, you know. I mean, this is my first, obviously, my first little one. Um, but I know a few mums who have said that during lockdown, having theirs in the middle of a pandemic, a whole experience is completely different to what it would have been if we weren't in the position we are in. Um, mm -hmm. Sort of feel like you missed out on quite a lot with meeting mums. And, yeah, it's been, it's quite, it's been tough. I would mm -hmm. definitely say it's definitely been a tough few months just sort of feeling a bit, isolated from the world really but i think everyone's in the same boat in that way it's... yeah i think that's why it's good you, thank god we haven't been told you've got to stay inside your house because that would have been yeah. like, horrible i couldn't have done that yeah and as i think um it's all been a learning curve for all of us <laughs> yeah. yeah but hopefully it's all over soon so that's where like, what you're doing has been really good though, the World Runners, because that's obviously helped a lot of people out, hasn't it? Yeah, and to be fair, I don't, don't know about YouTube, I wasn't really aware of how much it meant to people until like, we did some like, Zoom calls and what have you with people and yeah. reading some of the messages. I didn't realise, you know, it's great, they mean so much to people. And, but yeah, it's, um, 
opened my eyes as to how sort of important just I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I've been okay throughout the lockdowns. I mean, because obviously I can normally from from my personal point of view, I'm away from home quite a bit. So me being at home has been quite quite nice. Yeah. But then obviously when you speak to some people and they've said, you know, just not knowing that other people are doing this, like the five k Friday, it makes them feel so much better. So there's definitely a real big positive that I've taken from it. Yeah, it's a lot more than just fitness, isn't it? Sort of keeping people's morale up and... It's a community. Yeah. Mm. It's a community. Everybody's looking out for each other. And it's really nice to have a positive impact in people's lives. That's why, that's what Dan and I originally, way back when we started the Mud Brothers, that, that was our goal. And we were lucky enough to meet Cullen and he just kind of had the same vision as us. We're trying to help people see that fitness can be fun, man. You know? And uh, yeah, so the Wild Runners is, is, is good eggs. I do, though, like I said earlier, I really think one day we can build this bad boy up to a big enough point where a lot of people recognize the name and a lot of people are involved. We might be able to uh, to get our own sort of OCR event trail run type thing going. I think I think that'll be real nice. But that's in the future. That's far in the future. That's, you know, dreams and hopes. And one day we'll get there, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's come a long way in a short space of time, really, isn't it? Well, I mean, it was mainly just last year, wasn't it? <laughs> These it two was, been working uh, real hard, yeah. Yeah, it was June, uh, July, wasn't it, last year? So it's still quite fresh, really. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think double that time again, you'll probably have done some races and everything by then, some events. and. I think that's when it will be, become even better, when people start meeting up. Um, yeah. You know, people who've got events, they'll train, share more stuff, because a lot of people are still not on social media much. Um, at the moment because they've got no events you know they've got nothing going on all they've got is photos from old races and stuff like that um so as soon sometimes as they start huh i'll say sometimes when it comes to like fight um the world runners 5k friday i'm like yes i've got something to put on yeah, social some, media some, like, i finally got something to put on instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and think about like, yeah you don't do much do you sometimes let's just repost yeah. an old post yeah so mandy i have a question all right Let's get into it because I have to unfortunately leave soon, but I have a, I, I, this is the part that I was really looking forward to most. Tell me something about Daniel that no one else in the world knows. Something that he does at home that's, you know, that just bugs you. That just annoys you. That Look just... at his face. Look at his face scrambling all the <laughs> Come on, tell us. Tell us about his dirtiness. <laughs> Air oh, laundry, you're baby. Something. You put me on a spot here. Come on, what does he do? Duh. What's his diet like? What's his diet like? Mr. Runner, what's his diet like? <laughs> Turkey dinosaurs and Raven. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. No, we're on a health kick from tomorrow, aren't we? We've cleared the whole I mean, I can't say because over Easter, I ate all of my Easter eggs in about two days, and he had his sat in the cupboard for about a week. So mm -hmm. the whole diet side of it, I'm worse than him. Um, shows the strength. Mm. Okay, uh, okay, so you're not going to let yeah. anybody speak down. All well, right. Shall we do the questions I've been sent in? <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's yeah. yeah. So, well, we'll do the serious one first. Um, so, Mandy, what is your bucket list race? Um, well, I mean, I'm already booked on the Sparta. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with doing one of the ones over 
in Hawaii or Canada. That's definitely yep. on there. Yeah, it's got me. Like um, then we've had four questions from um, a really good looking member of the Wild Runners, uh, someone called Colin Lee underscore OCR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, how am I going to do this? So, um, okay, question number one uh, Does Dan have any other hats? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he likes this one. I bought him this one. So, <laughs> I don't know. No, probably not. Okay. And then part of that question, does he have much hair underneath it? <laughs> I can ask that question. <laughs> not I as much as I, yeah, not as much as I used to have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Next question. Um, what is Dan's worst habit? Yeah. Ah. On the spot, do it. So <laughs> We've got time. We've got time. Yeah, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Oh, I might have to come back to you on that one. Let me think. Oh, no, come on. You can let it out. Dan, Dan I don't think he has he any. I'm probably going to kick myself. So I bet he's got a list for me. <laughs> you should have sent I mean, a list have, on you. I'll tell you something. His bad habits lately was disappearing after Leo had done a poo. He uh -huh. just nods. He literally, like, oh, I'm just going to go and. But he actually done. He started doing them now, so I can't say that. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, he did seem to have a sixth sense and would disappear at that point. Because <laughs> Leo gives him the wink. It's time. Get mama. <laughs> yeah. right. The next question is: Who would win in a burpee race out of you and Dan? Oh, I would hands down. <laughs> yeah, them burpees we done a few weeks ago destroyed me. As long as it doesn't involve running up hills afterwards, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, and then the last question I've got is, uh, what was Dan's chat up line? Mm. It was probably, do you want to join me on a race? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it was probably something at Spartan Twickenham, probably. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you send me a smarty up in the lift or something like that? Oh, yeah, the fucking smarty lift fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Bloody nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the last question we got is um, some, some weirdo called SuperDan84 sent this in. I don't know why he's sending it. Any questions? <laughs> um, would Dan beat Colin in an OCR? Oh, I think we need to find out. Which OCR would we be talking about? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If there's one with Hill, I'd like I'm, back, I'm backing myself. Oh. That's a shame you two aren't doing the same one at the Lake District. If you're both doing a half uh, marathon. He, 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 would, he would kick my ass doing a marathon in the Lake District. Look at his elevation on his runs compared to mine. Oh, really? More than nine, nine metres? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm going to say is if there's hills involved I'm backing myself if it's relatively flat I think Dan's got me yeah okay uh, we, we, oh, look, you two definitely need to have a race sometime the best thing is we're in the same age bracket as well for the age group racing yeah so, so won't you two be on the same Spartan at some point yeah we'll Great. both be on we'll both be on the podiums together don't worry yeah you better be and we're representing That's... the wild runners now <laughs> yeah <laughs> The question um, is, if if we was third and fourth, who who would win it then? Would, would oh, you? 
Oh, I tripped you. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, then you so went down. I, I, I was, was happy to kick your heels, so you went down. <laughs> the, only, the only time I wouldn't do that is if you were coming to the fire, because that's, that's dangerous. Oh, Any right. other time, mate, that's fair game, mate. I'd kick your heel and go past. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, I unfortunately have to call it a day. And Mandy, it's been, it's been a pleasure to chat to you today. Unfortunately, I have to leave. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll chat again in the future. We'll have a catch up and see how Leo's doing. Yeah, look forward to seeing your Friday 5K on Instagram. That'll be, yeah. Which Friday <laughs> we'll are we talking about? We'll look out for you in the forest. <laughs> we talking about a Friday in May or something, or in June, or, yeah. Friday in June. That's right. There's a Friday in every week, Spin. Is there? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And then this every week. And there's yeah. access to a treadmill every Friday as well. Jesus, man. Once a month back. Cool. No, um, I'll leave you guys to it. Thank you very much for having me again, guys. I'll be back for more. Love, loves. Hey, uh, See you later, dude. Bye. So Dan, have you got any any questions you want to ask ask Monday? Um, no, not really, mate. No, I, I know most of her, her bad habits. So Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Mandy hasn't got any bad habits, mate. That's why, that's why I haven't asked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Mandy, you know that we've always got four questions that we ask every guest. Mm -hmm. um, so, first question, uh, what is your favourite brand of running gear? Um, I like my Brooks trainers. But I am going to swerve away from them. So, yeah, at the moment, as I say, Brooks, because they're the only thing that saved my legs when I was running. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with them. Cool. Um, so, if you were stuck on a desert island, uh, you can run, but you, you can also take one piece of exercise equipment with you. What would that one piece of equipment be? If I was stuck on an island? Yeah, desert island. Um, I was going to be a kettlebell, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I take. Yeah. Yeah, go see a kettlebell. Yeah. Um, next question is, uh, what what do you listen to when you run? Oh God, I like a bit of trance. Nice, nice. Old school trance. Yeah. I've uh, I've actually got my one of my good friends. He he's a genius when it comes to track selection on playlists. He's brilliant at it. So last night I put a load of songs into a to play this on Spotify and said, mate, just do your thing, sort it out. Uh, so I've got like a five, six hour playlist to listen to with these trail pursuit. Oh, brilliant. So I, can't, I can't wait for that. That's going to be good. If I put my phone on shuffle, though, I end up with baby music on there. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is all changed now, like yeah. white noise. I'm running to white noise quite often. <laughs> yeah, God. I remember white noise, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, and then the last question is, um, what one bit of advice would you give to a brand new runner? Um, don't compare yourself to others. I think it's so easily done with social media. Like, I think when I look back now to where I was um, in 2019, when I was at probably the best fitness I've ever been, I was still not happy with where I was. I was still constantly like, oh, you know, I could have done that quicker. And now I'm like, God, I'll do anything to be back. And that sort of fitness level again so yeah I'd just say just acknowledge your achievements and don't don't compare to other people um mm. yeah don't be hard on yourself when you when you run a bit further than what you have before like congratulate yourself on it and don't think oh 
you know, oh, but I didn't do this or I haven't done as quick as them because they're so easy to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I like that. I like that. I like that. I acknowledge your um, achievements. That's, that's quite a good thing. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm all our questions. Is there anything you want to ask us or anything you want to, sh- you know, um, no, it's to say show, that... show about Dan? I'm quite <laughs> that. Oh, no. Obviously, I mean, yeah, I've, I've got a sort of say how well Dan's done really with helping me out with my running and stuff because I definitely wouldn't be where I was now without his help and yeah I'm sort of helped me get back into it since Leo that's not just been through my own it's been with his help as well and the old runners so I think it's great what you're doing um and just yeah like you say making a community for everyone even being isolated if you can't get out it still just makes you feel part of something and yeah I think it's great just keep doing what you're doing that's cool really are you, are you- Coming to Mud Seven for their birthday, birthday yeah. this year. Yeah, as long as we can get a babysitter, we'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool. sure someone will look after him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what grandparents are for. Yeah, if we can yeah, if not, he'll just come and he'll be a little mascot. <laughs> if we can do the Lake District Trail Pursuit. We can do Mud Seven. Yeah, that's only. Oh, a night and away, I first night, first night away. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, I'm going to get a whole night's sleep. <laughs> 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 unless, unless you hear Colin snoring. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, or so, you. Yeah, you I don't, I don't snore. It's fine. Oh, it's an ongoing argument. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's great what you guys are doing. And I can't wait for the T-shirts. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get yeah, them before the awesome. shoot. Really want yeah. yeah. That'd be brilliant. But yeah. thanks for having me. No, thank you. I really enjoyed it. I've been waiting for my turn. Yeah. First, first podcast. Yeah, you wait till you listen back to it. Yeah. Takes some getting used to it. But when I hate the sound of my own voice and I think, oh my God. (laughs) It's hard listening back to it. Right. Cool. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, Thanks, guys. Cool. Cheers.